Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Spencer Lodge podcast in partnership with Najahi Events, my awesome podcast sponsor. Najahi have brought the likes of Prince EA, Nick Vojcic, Alicia Keys, and the incredible Tony Robbins here this year, along with many other motivational speakers, inspirational leaders. Um, if you want to go check out Najahi, I, I just suggest you do, because they really are an incredible organization, and they've been awesome at helping promote my podcast through their audience, but also get some really talented people to come on the show. And because they've done that, you have benefited from hearing the stories of really, really successful people. Now, uh, as you will all know, I have two podcasts now, a week instead of one. And the second one you'll be listening to right now is where we rip the audio from my Spencer Lodge sales clinic, which I do on a Sunday night at 8 p.m. And by all means, you want to come and join me at 8 p.m. on a Sunday night, you can do so too. I'm on Facebook and on Instagram. In this episode, I invited Farida Shimshilova uh, onto the show. She owns a small real estate brokerage here in the UAE, uh, but my God, is she a firecracker. She's really, really awesome. I absolutely love her energy. Most people say they get their energy from me when they're around me, but I tell you, Farida is a firecracker. She really is incredible. So listen up. We talked about creating an environment of success, and so the kind of opinions that she had around that right environment, understanding corporate culture, company culture, understanding how important it is to celebrate success, how important it is to dance in the kitchen before you go to work in the morning. Believe it or not, that comes out too. If you are enjoying my podcast, which I sincerely hope you are, I would love, love, love it if you were to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it onto Instagram and tag me in. And if you on Instagram stories, if you tag it in or you tag it into the feed um, and let me know, then I am then getting awareness from you guys that you're getting the podcast, you're enjoying the podcast and you're taking something from it. So without further ado, yeah, just get that done, please. Uh, but without further ado, let's cue the music and listen to the Spencer Lodge podcast, which is part of the sales clinic on a Sunday night with the incredible, energetic, focused and driven Farida Shimshilova. We're going to talk about creating an environment for success. So where are my guys on Facebook? Facebook guys over there, an environment for success. Kurt, I want your input tonight. Guys, okay, I want your input tonight. Please, Instagram, I want your questions. Don't forget to ask them. On top of your questions, I would like your comments, your opinions. More importantly, the guys on Instagram world, please tell me what your actual name is because, okay, XYZ123 gangster, okay, I don't always know who you are. <laughs> so let me know your name, please. Okay, lovely people that are with us, let's get stuck in and started. So my guest tonight on the show is Farida. Hello, guys. Shim Shilova. Yes. What a surname. That's an epic, that's like a, a baddie in a James Bond movie, isn't it? Yes. Now, Farida, you are uh, the managing director, CEO, what are you? I'm a managing director of Cyrus Real Estate. So Cyrus Real Estate, you're the managing director of, and that's a real estate business you founded when? Uh, your Facebook is frozen. Okay. Oh, Instagram. Instagram, hold on, why is it frozen? No idea, just a pause on you guys. Hold on a minute. Should be fine. It sometimes freezes. No, but it's like frozen. Oh. Yeah, it's on my phone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hold on. Instagram, wait just one minute. We Let's get the other guys on. It's for some reason, Facebook, technical problems. This stuff happens. Hold the answer to the question. All right. All right, how are we doing? Coming in. This is a great name. Look, when you get people's names. What the hell's that? Yeah, you boy, Guys, come and tell me. You guys on Instagram, do me a favor. Just come and tell me your name, please. Okay, I want to. Brandon, okay. Arash, how are you doing? You know Arash? Hi, yes, of course. Okay, Harvey's on, Ziad's on, um, Nizreen is on, Khalid's on. Khalid, I'll get you that referral, I promise, mate. I'll get you that referral, I promise to, uh, Khalid a referral. Natalia, okay, also we've got Loftus, Dave, Light Blue, David, David Balfour, he's awesome, he is. Um, Ajmal, see, KKKH8. <laughs> uh, is that, is that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Farida's husband. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, good. Hi, mate. How are you? All right, we're just going to get Facebook sorted out. We'll get stuck into you guys on Instagram, and then we'll go and recap with the guys on Facebook. All right, so how do you create the right environment for success? First of all, Farida, okay, managing director of a real estate company, okay, 
Do you like real estate? Love it. Why? Because it's something that I love doing. I love selling. So when things come to houses or real estate in general, it gives me so much pleasure to assist people and to educate them when it comes to buying the right home or renting a home because it's something very personal. It's family oriented. So to me, it's all about memories. So I always want people to feel home and to feel comfortable. And if I can provide that, that makes me super happy and satisfied with what I do. Okay, and that's the reason you're in the business. Yes. What did you do before you were in real estate? I used to be in events. I used to work for Golf Marketing Group. And uh, how, well, hold on, how long have you been in Dubai? I've been in Dubai for 13 years. 13 years? Yes. Okay, so just a bit less than me. So you, when you first came here, what was your first job? Uh, my first job was in HR. I worked for BSF, the chemical company. As soon as I graduated, I actually two months into graduating, I got an internship and then an offer from the job. Okay. From HR. HR is one of those thankless parts of industry, isn't yes, it? Yes, it used to be so scary to it's be like on the other side of the table. The anonymous part of business. Yes. There's no famous people from HR, is there? No, I don't know. I was talking to my friend Harvey about that today, and he was like, yeah, there's no one famous from HR. I thought that was quite interesting. All right, good stuff. Um, now, you're on the show tonight because I want to uh, ask you some questions that I'm getting asked. So I've got a bunch of questions here, okay? And I want to talk to you about the conversation that we had with your husband at your office the other day. Okay. Now, you didn't know I was going to say that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be so grilled when I go back home. But okay, let's do this. So what I, what I want to try and understand, and guys, chip in, ask your questions. If you want to know anything from Farida, okay, any questions that you've got for me, please, please, please feel free to do so. Hello, How are we getting on Facebook? People. We're working on it. Are we almost there? You have to restart the computer and it takes a Oh, really? Do you? Okay, well, guess what, Insta? You've got us all to yourselves. Right. People are saying hello from HR. Hello, are they? Hello, HR people. Where? Down, 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 down. Hello. Oh, no, Jack says hate HR people. <laughs> he didn't say hello. I can see there. <laughs> Look at I can't see without my glasses. Sorry. I can keep you posted. Oh, hold on a minute. Where's that gone? So, yeah. Here we go. Tell me. I know that if you create the right environment for success, okay, I know that you've got a much better, better chance of succeeding. And a lot of people work in an environment that's either hostile or cold or, um, or, or create bad environments themselves because they don't understand themselves in, in, in enough detail as to what really can kind of inspire them to feel positive and engaged. And so when you think of the environment that you work in, I saw you the other day, on Instagram stories, dancing with your son in the kitchen. It melted my heart when I saw that. It was such a cool thing. You tagged me in as well, which made me over the moon when I saw it. But it started to get me thinking about that whole, the right environment. You know, if, if your son's going to school and he gets up in the morning, he has his breakfast and he dances with his mum in the kitchen, I think that's just such a, a cool way to start your day as a kid. I mean, how old's your son? He's turning five in August. Turning five, dancing around the kitchen. Yes. What kind of spaces his head at when he then gets on the bus or when you take him to school. I take him to school every morning. Okay, so imagine you go to school in the morning after having a dance with your mum. You're going to go and you're going to skip through the front doors, aren't yes. you? Yes. Yeah, he's super excited every day. You think it makes a difference? I think it makes a huge difference because we've been doing that now for two years since he went to FS1 and then FS2. It's just something that I came up with. I'm like, you know what? Because the first day he went to school, he was literally on the floor crying, screaming. I even have a video. And people were asking me on Instagram and they were like, oh my God, why are you forcing him to go to school? I'm like, because he has to go to school. Like, we registered him. So then I tried to find so many other ways of how to make it a bit, you know, better for him, to make him happier, for him to understand that it's not a bad thing, it's a good thing. So he needs to start a morning good and have a good attitude, good energy around him to go and be excited. So I just, I love dancing. So I was like, you know what, why don't I try it with him? And we tried and it went on and on. Now it's been two years and we're gonna go to grade one in September and we're gonna do it. And there are some days that we do it. If he feels like doing it, we're doing it. Okay, well, let's ask the question differently. How does it make you feel? It makes me feel uh, fulfilled as a mom because it's something that we're doing as a routine and uh, he, like he's in, his energy changes. He becomes so happy, so active. He, uh, you know, I built in a character in him. I, I believe that this is what I'm doing and I, I hope I'm doing something right. 
and it makes him so happy and it makes him look forward towards his day. So when he comes to school, he is already pumped to learn, to know, to experience. And this is something I think is my duty to But create did, did, in him. when you go to work, do you get the same feeling? Yes, 100%. Yeah? Yes, of course. I wake up in the morning, as soon as I wake up, I start to put reggaeton and this is how my day goes. I start to dance and like I don't think of anything. I just try to focus on how do I feel to have a good day. Okay, there's lots of people out there. Okay, hi guys out there from Instagram world. I hope you're doing well. Come and ask your questions. Okay, how do you know the last industry where... Okay, hold on a minute. So how did you know the last industry you were in wasn't the one for you and, uh, and that reality was root for you? Okay, I'll come back to that in a second and answer that question for you, mate. Um, for me, okay, when I consider the right type of environment to be in, um, do you think, well, actually, everyone else out there can I ask you a question. Do you work in an environment that's, uh, that's conducive to your success? Just type in yes or no, okay? The environment that you work in at the moment, is that conducive to your success? Just let me know, please, okay? Yes or no, okay? Is the environment conducive for your success? All right, I just wanna know what it's like for you. I wanna know if you're in a good environment or a bad environment. So is it conducive for success? Oh God, I keep I mean, closing this down. Um, so just tell me, please. Okay, someone's saying no. Okay, already we've got no's, all right, okie dokie. So that's interesting for me. Okay. Because a lot of people have different requirements for, for an environment for success. So my requirement is, it's competitive. Okay. Because I need to compete with somebody, a nemesis. Uh, so I need to beat somebody. And if I've got that environment, it doesn't matter whether I love them to bits or I hate their guts. Okay. I just need to be in a place where I've got someone to compete with. Challenge. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So do you ever feel like that? Uh, yeah. I think I perform the best is when I'm challenged. So going back to my husband, there was something that we were supposed to do for work and uh, it took us a while. And then it's, it wasn't about the time, it was just about could you do it or could you not do it? And I'm like, hell yeah, of course I can do it. So then I was like, you know what? I somehow figured out everything because I was so challenged not to prove him wrong. We were on the same page, but it was just the fact to get there with the best result. So I cannot really, openly say what it was because it's a bit private yeah but i have like over jumped i would say like yeah. over challenged it in a way in a very short span of time and i did it but i'm noticing all the time and he could say the same that i'm always at my best when i'm challenged people say that you've got lots of energy yeah where'd you get your energy from i get asked the same question so where do we get our energy from? Where does it come from? I want to be happy and I want to be comfortable. So it's my choice every day in the morning when I wake up to be energized or to be low. So when I want to do something, I'm just looking at it. Okay, if I will wake up and not be happy or not be motivated or in a low energy, with low energy, yeah. what am I going to achieve? Okay, I'm going to be sleeping in the bed. I won't be really productive. There's not much I would really do. So there will be nothing sparking my day. So when I'm ex excited, I'm excited every day. What will every day bring to me? What are the things that I can do differently? I want to learn. I want to meet new people. This is what keeps me energized. Yeah. But my personality, I'm always like, I want to do things all the time. I want to learn. I want to meet people. Like, it's just me. It's, this is how I am. But you face a lot of challenges doing the work that you do. I yeah. mean, I've, I've had detailed conversation with you and your husband about the challenges of being a husband and wife couple, owning a business, yeah. the challenges of being a, a, a mum as well and running a business, but also working in a massively competitive environment. Yeah. Okay, And it can wear you down. And for most people, it actually does wear them down. Yeah. So when you work, do you get, do you get kind of like a kick out of that battle? Is, is there something in you that goes... F you, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna face, okay, winter is my season almost, you know, yeah. I'm gonna face this and rise, you know, do, or, or, or do you let it sometimes get to you and you put a, maybe a, a show on that's not really how you feel inside? Um, I'll say something about me, I'm an emotional person, so most of the time when it comes to decisions or I'm being happy or upset, it's all about, I try to extract my emotions and be rational, especially when it comes to business. Sometimes it's very tough to do that. But of course, with all the things that are happening, like I have a team in the office, I have a husband, I have a kid. It's, 
it's like I always ask my ask myself a question on like okay, what would I do? Like what is the worst that will happen? Okay, and then when I think of the worst thing that will happen, is actually what I'm going through now is nothing. It just puts me back like on a checklist of reality, and this is what brings me back. And I'm like, of course I can do it. It's doable. It's just every person needs a different touch. Hold on one second. No can problem. I can I get a box to put this on, please? Yes. Carry on. So every person needs to remember what makes them tick. So my thing is, I always think of the worst things that could happen or the worst thing that could have gone wrong. It straight away brings me back on track. Like straight away, I just snap out of it. I'm like, no, 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 it's not that bad. Everything is good. You just gotta do what you gotta do. But the major thing is, I love what I do. And I truly believe in this business. So that's what makes me get up every day in the morning and to do what I do. And I don't, I'm not worried and scared to fail because I failed previously in life. I failed with my previous businesses and it was disaster. And I thought I would never recover from it. I would never overcome all the issues that I had. But I mean, five years later on, I'm here. And it's a new business, which is like four years old, but we're still overcoming all the challenges and we're doing the best we can. But it's always based on love for what we do. Okay, that's nice. That, that's really nice. Okay. All right, okay. Let's, let's get past that nice bit. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts. Because when you own a business, you is where the buck stops with you. Yeah. No matter what, you can't project to anybody else. Your employees can and often do. But as a business owner, okay, you literally have to take the full responsibility for all that's good and all that's bad. Yes. And when it's not going well, which for many people it doesn't always go well, it becomes a very dark environment. Yes, it does. Okay. And I know through talking to you that you've faced some of those challenges along the way over the years. Yes. That's the bit, okay, that most people get to but struggle with. Lizzie, go in that room. <laughs> Lizzie, it's so obvious. What is the matter with you? Well, where are you? Oh, I thought you said Get what? a box to put the laptop on. Sorry, guys. Lizzie, what on earth are you doing? Where is your head tonight, babe? Get it. What do we always put the laptop on? What do we always put the laptop on? On a what? On a what? Thank you. Okay, we haven't got a Facebook here, guys. We haven't got. We're not going live on Facebook either right now. There is something going wrong with Facebook. So Instagram, guys. Right, let's have a look at some of the questions you got. Your business is your baby. You're absolutely right. Let's have a look at it. Okay, how, how, what's it like working with your spouse? Very challenging because every time we talk about work, yeah. and it's very difficult to separate it, but within the span of years and time, yeah. we kind of somehow manage that and tackle that already. But of course, at some time, sometimes when we disagree at work, we have to go back home and face each other. And it's like, so how do you deal shit. with that though? So what, you disagree at work. Do you have a policy of leaving stuff at the door? We, with time, we got there, I would say. Yeah. Because even though like we're always on each other's faces after he comes back from work. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we need to talk about this. We need to do this. We need to do that. And I'm like, yes, yes, I'm aware. But now we have like a rule that we go one week during the, having discussions on WhatsApps and stuff on daytime, whatever needs to be done and executed. Yeah. So I keep him posted, but then every Saturday night, we sit down and we discuss what are the things that we need to do and follow up on and etc. So like, I literally put it down in writing, okay? And I tell them, don't talk to me from Sunday to Thursday about work, about these things, because I'm gonna do them and we're gonna execute it together. But of course we communicate, right? Friday is a family day, purely strictly, because I become like the biggest, I would say, angry bird when yeah. it comes to Friday and working on Friday, because I used to work on Fridays like a crazy person without a head. And then I realized that I'm lacking on family time and yeah. time with my son. So I was like, no, that's it. Nobody is going to buy a mansion worth of 85 million. Unless you do want to buy a mansion for 85 million, then yes. I'll, <laughs> I'll help see you on a Friday. I'll, <laughs> I'll see you on Friday. <laughs> Unless it's like a done deal with the check or something. Otherwise, forget about it. It's not about me being 
arrogant or anything. It's yeah. just about I need to dedicate time. So now we have a rule. Uh-huh. So every Saturday we discuss this regarding work for the next week. Yeah. If you want to talk to me about it, you send me an email or you send me a text message. But when I get home, we don't talk about work. We talk about different things. Okay, um, Kurt, the business that Frida is in, you didn't pick it up. Okay, Farida is in the real estate industry, so she uh, owns a real estate brokerage. What is going on with Lizzie tonight? <laughs> Lizzie is having like a mad, Dang. mad. <laughs> she's like literally having a mad moment. Okay, people coming to join us. We've got people on Facebook now. now. We're live on Facebook right now. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry, guys, for those of you that couldn't join us on Instagram. Wow, that was a bit of a long one. Okay, that you. Could, we've never had this where we haven't had Facebook and Instagram. Um, do me a favour. Has anyone? She's a realtor. <laughs> Okay, Kieran, hey, nice to see you. Hi, guys, on. Thanks for coming and joining us. If you've got questions, let us know. Okay. Uh, she works best under pressure. You see. Oh, that's her husband. Um, <laughs> the management of the CEO is either a maker or a breaker for an employee. Every company is a good organization, but the manager is the main factor. Do you agree with that? Say it again, please. Every so it's a Jack Checker says management or the CEO is either a maker. So the management or the CEO yeah. is a maker or a breaker for an employee. Every company is a good uh, is a good organization, but the manager is the main factor. Yes, I agree with that because managers get paid a salary. Some of them. I'm not talking about everybody. It's still in the end of the day. They get that salary coming into their account yeah. and they might stay there for a while but yeah. they would never work for the business as long as that money does, doesn't come out of their pocket towards that business mm-hmm. so it's very easy to make decisions it's very easy to take risks and it's very easy to make decisions based on if you're going to lose or if you're going to actually win because it doesn't come out of their pocket. So how many, really how many meetings do you think that I have where I sit down with business owners and they're trying to hold something external to them responsible or accountable? Dozens. All. Every meeting, every single meeting, there is something wrong somewhere that isn't the business owner's or the management's fault. What's the number one reason that people leave uh, their employer? Number one. There's many, number but one. what's the number one? Guys, what do you think is the number one reason people leave their employer? What's the number one reason? All right, Facebook, thanks for coming on board. Huh? Because they're not happy where they are. The number one reason people leave their job, okay, is their relationship with their direct line report. Yeah. That's the number one reason. So So let's let's say I work for you, okay, and you're my boss. If my relationship with you is really good, Okay, considering the amount of time I spend at work, then there's a chance that I'm going to be happy and continue. If my relationship with you is not just not good, it's better than average, but it can be sometimes frosty, that's a good enough reason to leave. Yeah. Because maybe you sell yourself on the fact, well, uh, if I worked for you, well, Frida's sometimes unapproachable. I mean, I'm always approachable. No, 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 I'm saying hypothetically, yeah? I understand, yes, I know what you mean. So, for me, having the right environment for success requires you to be working with the right kind of people. Definitely, I agree with that. And, and again, if you're a business owner and you've got 10 salespeople or 1,000 salespeople, what actually happens is quite interesting. We look at the people that are performing and we try and get everyone to be at the same level as top performers. But if I work in an office where every time I go downstairs for a cup of tea or have, have my lunch, I've got some negative cynic chewing my ear off or even once a week, and I know I have to avoid that person, that's not the right environment for me to be successful and many people to be yeah. successful. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, I'm, I bet you've worked in an environment like that yourself in the past, yeah? Yes. Okay. I hated my life. <laughs> well, that, there you go. That's, look how strong you just said that. Yes. I literally hated my I life. I hated my life because I was working like day and night and I wasn't recognized. And uh, I know exactly how that feels. I was getting an amazing package, but... When I didn't click with my boss, just everything went wrong. Everything, absolutely. So that made my life miserable. So I completely get what you're saying and the questions that you were just, that we would be receiving. I know exactly how to relate to them because I was there. So then it comes back to, um, it's not about the money. You know, lots no, of people, no lots way. of people. It's not about the money. It's, it's not about the money. The thing is, when you reach, okay, I'll put it this way. I reached the point in my life where I was making a lot of money, but I literally didn't have the time to spend it. 
So my entire salary that I would receive from the previous month, I wouldn't even spend a thousand dirhams out of it because I had no life. I was just obviously all the time at work, everything, I couldn't talk to my husband, I couldn't see my kid for like 72 hours straight because I had events lined up and I was in Ras al-Hayma, in Ajman, in here, in there. So it was like, okay, and I reached to the point, I'm looking at Maraka and I'm like, holy crap, I'm like loaded, but I have no time to spend the money. I didn't have the time to go to the mall. So I would eat on my desk, I would do everything, and it was like just around the clock, around the clock. So it's not about the money. Sometimes you might have that amount of money that you think would make your life absolutely amazing. But guys, it's BS, honestly. This is my honest opinion because I better make half of what I make, but I have peace of mind. And I wake up every morning happy mm. and not stressed. Happiness. Okay, anybody got any questions? Let me know. Okay, guys, okay, what have we got? Because they don't see your growth potential. What have we got going on here? Um, good friend says, bad boss is the number one reason to leave the job. Thanks, good friend. You're on the same page as me. Okay, guys, come and ask questions. Please feel free. Okay, let's have a look what else we've got. Guys, if you've got a question or you disagree or agree with some, something that we're saying, then please, please, please let me know. We've got, we've got pay, bad managers, no leadership, low pay. All right, we've got some questions here. Okay, let's just go through and highlight, though, the things that I believe are important for an environment of success all right and so I, 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 I like to be challenged and I mean not just be challenged with a competitive environment I like to be able to have some variety in my work so I like to do different things and be asked to be involved in different things okay. you know if you stood up every day and, and your training or my training consisted of the same thing with all of the companies I work with day in day out it would get very boring very quickly Okay, so mixing things up is good, trying new things. Time management enables you to have the right environment for success. So many people have their time controlled. Just like you explained, you gave up your clock essentially to the business. Yes. You gave up anything that you decided around 24 hours a day, you gave up. But when you took back the time and you took control of the time, you then made the time for the things that were important to you. Yes. And because what we do as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, business owners, salespeople, real estate agents, we, we live, eat, eat, sleep and breathe this environment. Yes. And so it's not a job, it's a way of life. So if it is a way of life, then you've got to find a way, okay, of reminding yourself of the things outside of work that bring you joy as well. So and I love to ski, all right? I don't love sitting on a beach. I have lived in the desert for years. I live on the beach. I've got a beach in my back garden, yeah? So I get no kick out of going to a beach resort on a beach holiday. That's me. But if you said to me, Spence, we're going skiing for a week. Do you want to come? I'll drop everything and I'll go skiing, <laughs> all right? And e even if it's like a long-lost relative or someone I've only met once at a networking event, you're going skiing. Yeah, I'm coming! Because I really, really, I really enjoy it, okay? I really enjoy the whole skiing thing. So... That, that for me, and when I ski, I don't think about work. On the mountains, I don't have my brain empties from work responsibilities. And um, if I have the chance to um, go and do something that's new that I may not have tried before, so like you go and do a skydive or something crazy like that, nice. that again for me is, is taking an opportunity to do something different. And, and that sets me up to have a much better week. So it's like if I have a weekend, Thursday night comes and... I do nothing all weekend, it's not great. But if I'm because busy... You have nothing to look back at. And yeah, like push you in. but if I have things that I enjoy doing at the weekend, I'm really pumped to start the beginning of the week. Okay, spending quality time with your family. A lot of people underestimate the importance of that. And I think women focus on it a bit more. And I think men say it a bit more than they mean it. Yeah, but don't action it. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> what, no, no, I'm not talking about my husband. Like, no. <laughs> No, no, my husband is a great father and he dedicates most of his time to him. But that's how I said it, okay? Camel, because... Camel, she did. Camel, call me after, okay? I'll t oh my God. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't want to go home tonight. <laughs> No, I, I can face them. It's okay. But you know, I'm I'm the same though. So like, like spending time with spending time with my kids is great, um, and spending time with my wife is great. But there's other things I still like to do with my time, and so so yeah, I think that trying to understand what the word quality means. Look, quality doesn't mean you don't have to spend hours and hours with your child. But to me, quality is like every time you spend the time with your child, 
you learn, you teach him or her something new, or you do something with the, with the child, because most of the time, like for example, with me, I prefer to play with him for that 30 minutes and get into his zone, into his level, to play with the trains and to do trampolines and etc. because he knows, I know that this is something he enjoys to do, right? So I'm an adult here, so I need to do things that he enjoys to do with him, not the other way around. And that's quality time for me. Not on just going to the mall and dumping him into a play area and that's quality time. No, it's actual time spent with your child to do something different with your wife or with your loved ones. This is for me quality Okay, just time. remove your son out of the equation and talk about, obviously you wouldn't dump your husband in a play center either. So, yeah. so what's quality time with your husband? What do you we call that? We go out, we go out for dinners. We spend some time like uh, weekends in the hotels. We oh. travel. Yes, we go, we just check it into the hotel to spend like at least one day at the beach, just doing nothing, you know, lying down because he has hectic schedules. I have hectic schedules. Do you find that, do you, find that you make more time to be able to kind of talk, not about work, but just talk yeah. about life, yeah? As, the thing is with uh, my husband is like, as soon as he zones out, it works most and best when we're out of Dubai completely so that he can actually like relax and we really do have that quality time. Even Rack or Abu Dhabi, that's yes, fine? that's fine. But if we're in Dubai, it's a bit tough because it's like, you know, you're in the city and you know that everybody can reach you. So it's like everything becomes super urgent. But when you're out, you're already in that mood that yeah. you're going to be out. So it's prepared you for that. Yeah. So when you get a call, it's like, no, nah, it's okay. We'll leave our phones in the hotel room. We go down to the beach and etc. So it's like karting, billiard, even whatever it is. But it's just the time that we spend together and we do something. Mm -hmm. It's not just talking about work. So it's... Mm. Just Which is that. harder for you than most because you both obviously own a business. Yeah. Um, tell me about your sleep patterns. Do you think that sleep is really important to be eight hours a night? Or are you the kind of person that believes you get as much sleep as you think you need? Or some people need nine, some people need five. What do you think? I sleep late, but I also wake up early. Like if I have commitments. I'd so what time late. do you go to bed typically? Okay. Recently, like for the past few months, I've been going out to bed like 11, 10, oh. 12. Sometimes I'm up till 2, but it's like not so often. Before, I used to go to sleep at like 2, 3, wake up at 6.30. Then 3, 4, wake up at 7.30. Oh, wow. But I will still wake up, I will still operate and everything, but then there will be that one day that I'll catch up on the sleep. But now with working out, with, you know, building the things around my schedule, I have to do what I have to do to be comfortable in my own skin. So one of those things is most important, sleep and having breakfast. Mm -hmm. So if I don't have that, my whole day goes to... Okay, let's ask some questions. What's the future of jobs? Uh, on, uh, as Hani Leo says, what is the future of jobs will be the, uh, in the next coming years with the high trend of artificial intelligence? Mm. Okay, interesting question. Um, I think that AI is going to play a big role in some things, but not everything. And I think that there's going to be people out of jobs, but I think that AI is going to create jobs as well. So when I, when I look at it, I don't look at it as a bad thing. I think that if it's anything, anything that's been invented that makes our life easier, anything that's been created that makes our life easier, I think is a good thing. Do I think real estate agents long-term are dead? No. I do. I don't. Okay, and the reason I do, okay, the reason I do is I think that technology is going to take over your job. I think most sales roles are going to disappear. Now, you can say, yeah, but people need to see a house and they need to go and view it. Okay, I understand that. But with um, <clears throat> um, virtual reality, augmented reality, there are options for people to sit at home and view. And the, the, the problem with viewing properties is speed. Okay. All right. You meet an agent. The agent says, what are you looking for? You tell them what you're looking for. You have to drive. You've got to drive to the viewings and then to the next viewing and then to the next viewing to find the right one for you. That's all time. And the thing that people uh, care about more than anything else is time. So if I can do most of my homework sat here, okay, and go and view one property rather than five, then to be honest with you, that's what I'm gonna end up choosing. If I am able to buy property without even going to see it because I'm buying it as an investment, for example, off plan with rental yields, I don't need to see it. I own properties in London I've never seen. And I bought them in 2005. So what I believe, and, and it's not just a real estate thing, this is, you know, yeah, think about training. We think about my training. Yeah. Okay, so I provide training structures for companies. And although, um, I go in and I do that work face-to-face -face in companies right now. Why do you think I built an e-learning platform? 
so that people could consume me and what I teach in, at a time that's convenient for them in a, in a format that works for them. So I think the AI is going to play a role. Um, I believe it's all about balance. Everything in life will make us feel fulfilled. Okay, honey, great. Okay, um, Nieshigia. Nieshigia, what a name. Nieshigia, Carol. I'm glad that tonight I'm attending this always busy to catch up with your time, Mr. Spencer. Okay, good stuff. Okay, guys, you got any questions for us? Let us know what we've got going on here. Um, lack of growth, therefore. How would you fix a manager who doesn't want people in his team to succeed? Oh, Natalia's here with this one. Okay, so how would you fix a manager who doesn't want people in his team to succeed, who is taking credit for everything, doesn't allow people to be proactive because he is not and has completely wrong minds? Wow. Natalia, are you assu- uh, I'm going to assume, Natalia, that this is your boss. <laughs> No, I'm not our boss. <laughs> no, I'm not saying no. <laughs> no, not you. I'm saying she's, ah, yeah, she's yeah, talking yeah. about her life. <laughs> I'm like, thank God. I said, no. Um, so how do you do that? I have an answer. That's my personal answer, to be honest. So you can take it or leave it. I believe that your entire team needs to collectively write, I don't know, a report or collect your colleagues yeah. And literally go to his boss or to his boss's boss and not complain against them, but just collect some facts and things to prove that this is your job and this is what you're doing. Because people, especially, are really good at taking, uh, uh, taking the credit for all of your work, whereas not being recognized. So what you do, step up and fight for what you've done to get that recognition and literally call that person out. Okay, KKK, uh, KKH8 says, you ask for a one-on-one meeting with your line manager and explain yourself. If that doesn't work, then you find another company who values what you do to bring to the table the opportunities. Interesting. Okay, Harvey, more human jobs, less meaningless stuff. Many more creative jobs, many more helping other people's jobs. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, agree with you about how technology will change real estate industry, but there's more to an agent's role than viewing homes. Only 16% of clients who bought property with me brought from the pro- from the property they inquired about. There will always be a place for an agent that adds value. Finton, I love your approach and I think right now you're right, but I don't think long-term you are. I genuinely think, Harvey, you're listening to this. Harvey's a specialist in AI. Harvey, a real estate broker's job's gonna go. Okay, what's your opinion on that, Harvey? Okay, Harvey owns a company called Searchy. Okay, and he's revolutionizing the recruitment industry. Mm-hmm the guy today in the morning you were with him yeah i was with harvey this morning the other guy with the baseball cap yeah so harvey um uh, has developed a system that requires no recruitment agent involved in the process Nice. When you make it, when you make a decision to recruit someone, okay, invariably you're not a professional interviewer, you're not a professional recruiter. So you're going with your wits, your experience, and, and your gut and that kind of stuff. And how many times have you got it wrong? Like me, I've got it loads of times wrong. So that's because we're humans and we will get it wrong, okay? However, with using artificial intelligence, using the searchy platform, okay, people then apply for the job, they then do an interview on video. And the artificial intelligence, the machine learning software works out how good a fit that person is for the job based upon the interview that's been conducted on video. Okay, so it's really interesting. So Harvey, if you're there, okay. Oh, KKK says, or Camel says, I agree with Finton. Only time, we'll see. I don't know, Lee, when, uh, when uh, AI will take over. I don't know at all. Anyone else got questions? Right, let's go to the questions we've been sent in. You can read the first one out. Uh, do I, can I choose? Or no, you go, go with the, okay, well, yeah, go for, no, go okay, for the first no, one. We go as you have to say hi to whoever's written the, the email then. Hello, Gareth Niles. Yeah. From Dubai. Hi. So, hello, Spencer. I need you to shake some sense into me. I'm horrible uh procrastinator i've been trying to get my own business off the ground but i tend to start projects that i never finish what do i do so do you know what a procrastinator is no okay so procrastinator is someone that gets paralysis from analysis i.e they can't make a decision oh okay so they're they're, they're, should i do this should i do that should i do this and a dilemma dilemma, yeah so they but they they never make a decision so they procrastinate on everything Okay. Should I, you know, the, 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 the suit is on sale and it's 50% off. Oh, it's 50% off. But can I afford it? Oh, but I really need a suit. But can I afford it? You're yeah. Every decision is procrastination, which leads to inactivity. 
Does that make sense? Yes. So um, I need to shake some sense into me. Gareth, I can't shake any sense into you unless you get, get with me physically and I'll give you a bit of a shake, all right? But apart from that, okay, um, trying to get my business off the ground, but I tend to start projects I never finish. Okay, the way that, he's, that, that, that email is worded, I tend to start projects. So my advice to Gareth would be, can you stop starting projects start and just focus on one? Yes, start And focus on one and get it done, get that one project finished. It will give you a sense of accomplishment. It will give you a sense of achievement. It will lift your self-esteem. It will lift your confidence. And it will give you the belief that you can start something and complete it. So, and I don't care. Choose the easiest, most simple one to start with. If it takes a week or a day, a half an hour, I'd focus on that myself. All right, next question. Uh, Karen Joyce from Holland says, Hi, Karen. Hope you're well. Say hi to Karen. Hello, Karen. Okay, hi, Spencer. Good topic tonight. What are the three things I should, do start, I should start doing today that will help me be incredibly successful in the future? Go, Farida. Uh, set your goals by small steps. Start with yourself first. Do things that you haven't done before or do things that you wanted to do but couldn't do them. So find the time, get out of your comfort zone and start doing them. Those baby steps. That will make you feel that you have done something and you want to do more of it. That's first thing. Okay. Second thing. Sorry. She wants three things. Yes, 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 yes. Incredibly successful. Uh, do something new completely new that you have never done before that would make you be creative that will give you like new ideas or like maybe you would get like an adrenaline rush and you will have an idea of an industry or of a product or of a service that you would want to um how do you say it um i had the word in my head explain the word <laughs> it will come now one second that you would actually wanna wanna do it from the bottom of your heart because that's important. Something you're passionate about. Yes, you're passionate about it. The third thing is I would look around me and look at myself one year ago and look at myself right now and see and literally take a paper and a pen and write down the things that you did that you uh, got negative impact from whether it's people whether it's action whether you've done something wrong doesn't really matter just general things that are sitting in your head and in your heart and uh, also write down the positive things and how the, these positive things impacted you and how those negative things impacted you so that would also help you to get out of your chair or your sofa or your bed and to do something to be successful in the future. Okay, good. Guys, what do you think? Okay, good, uh, good answer there from Karen. Guys, what do you think, okay, the three things that Karen should do to help her become successful in the future? What do you think? Facebook, Instagram, give us an answer there. While you've given us an answer, let's listen to what Harvey has said about real estate brokers. Short-term real estate broker's role will be augmented. It applies to all roles. Quick wins will be automatically qualifying a lead and scoring it. And encoding could make similar property suggestions. Long term, the goal of AI is not to replace all jobs. We don't enjoy doing. Uh, sorry, it, sorry. long term goal of AI is to replace all jobs we don't enjoy doing. Uh, no way to know if uh, that is ever going to be possible, though. Would require intelligence, which is impossible with today's tech. I think real estate brokers are pretty. Oh, I think real estate brokers are pretty safe in our lifetime. Well, there you go. I was told. Harvey. There you go. We are no longer friends, Harvey. <laughs> and you, <laughs> I'm not going to give you any help anymore. <laughs> Harvey, who's, someone's stolen your phone. Is someone typing in your box? <laughs> there is one thing that you mentioned. Ah, in his lifetime. Oh, well, yeah, but Harvey won't live very long, you see. Oh, come on. Yeah, he smokes a lot. No. <laughs> he will live a long time. Okay, so we've got... Um, uh, discipline, patience, understanding what if you're wanted, uh, what it is you're wanting to accomplish. Um, who manages better, a lady or a man? What a great question! Seriously, it's not about gender; it's about skills and passion. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe that song came out then. Me too. <laughs> Why me too? No. So, do you think it is about that? What do you mean? I, I think... don't think it's about gender. It's I do. About, no, I don't think Let so. me tell you why, yeah. rather than kicking me down here. I think women are better at some things than men. 
naturally. Okay. And I think men are better at some things than women, naturally. I agree with you. Okay, so I have most of my businesses are run by women. Okay. And they're run by women because I think people, are, women are better um, leaders. Okay. Okay. And I think they're better organized. I think they're better with their time management. Okay. So overall, I prefer to put women into senior roles than men. Okay. I don't think women are as lazy as men can be. Now, it's not to say that all men are bad or anything else. I understand okay. that. But I, I, I actually, I, I look at the strengths that females have over men when I consider putting somebody into a role. So yes, of course, there's loads of, loads of skills that we both have equal ability at, but I think there's things that you lean, emotional intelligence, you're way better than men. Okay. Okay, you are, emotional intelligence, you are. There's part of your DNA, which means you're, genetic, you're genetically designed to be better at that than we are. Okay, well, who's better at emotional intelligence, you or your husband, Camel? Yes. Zero emotions. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting he's getting amazed in tonight, isn't he? Your poor husband is like <laughs> we're no, gonna, I'm, he's no I'm, he's coming on the show next week so he can fight his corner. No, no, no. <laughs> um, it's not just about look, when it comes to work, there are certain things that yes, I understand that both genders are better at something. But I also believe that it all depends on your will, on a person's will. If it doesn't matter if you're a woman or if you're a man, if you really have a will, you will find a way to be better as a man or as a woman. It doesn't really matter. Like in our office, we have women and we have men and women are performing better than men at some point and at some point men are performing better than women. So it's not really about a man or a woman. It's about is the person is right for the job or is the person is really capable of, you know, of that will to project it upon their people and make them and motivate them and make them happy to work in the environment that they want to work. That's my opinion, so. Okay, your opinion, we've all got one. Okay, made to order UAE says, I agree on women leaders, my team are ladies, and for the same reasons as SL. Okay, cool, excellent stuff. Next question, John Biles from London says, okay, this one for you to answer, ready? I'll try. Okay, so guys, guys, and answer these questions with us. If you've got if you've got opinions on these, then do me a favor. Okay, spout in, say something. Okay, John, John, hi, John. How are you doing? It's in London. I'm definitely struggling to create an environment of success. I feel stressed and anxious pretty much 90% of the time. I used to be excited, motivated, and ready for anything. Now it's the opposite. I've been having panic attacks and I've been struggling to close clients because of it. How can I get over this? Because I feel like it's rather destroying my career. John, that's a really kind of, thank you for sharing that, John. I really appreciate you taking yeah, the time to, to put something as honest as that down on an email to me. Um, let's give him our best in terms of our best answer. What do you feel? I feel that there is something bigger in this message or this email from John. And maybe he didn't just lost a way. Maybe he just lost himself in the process of doing the job that he didn't want to do. And that's why he is in that specific situation. I think you need to start within yourself first. And you have to evaluate things. You have to prioritize things. And uh, really like tap into self-development and self-evolvement. And finding an inner peace. Only then the puzzle will come together. Uh, in anything. In work, in private, whatever it is. The biggest thing would be is for you to really find out who you are now, not who you were before, and to act on that. That will really put you, I, I believe, in the right track. Okay, my answer is really good, so thank you for that. My answer would be, John, there's some things you can worry about and there's things that you can't worry about, okay? The things that you can worry about, I understand you worrying about them, but do not worry about things you can't worry about. Remember why you started what you started. Remember what the ambition was at the beginning. Remember what the goal was. Remember how excited you were, okay, to achieve this and build this business. And then remember, it was, you knew when you started, deep down, you knew it was going to be tough. You knew it was going to be challenging and you knew you were going to face bumps on the road. You knew that because you're intelligent enough to know that. What you're experiencing right now is what we call bumps on the road. And those bumps on the road may seem like really big bumps right now. But trust me, 
you'll look back at these in 12 months time and realize they were just little ripples along the way. When it gets tough, okay, which it clearly is for you right now, my advice is to grin and bear it and just keep going, okay? You set this company up for a reason. You wanted to be successful for a reason. And it's tough now, but it's gonna get better if you keep pushing through. Nine times out of 10, this is where people give up. They get the anxiety, they get the lack of confidence, the fun goes out of it for a period of time. And the easy thing is just to throw that towel in, but don't do that. Keep pushing through. And I'll do you a favor, John, as you were so honest with me. If you want to get on a Skype one-to-one with me, John, I'll give you some of my time and I'll help you personally because I don't want you to be in this place. But I- I've been there myself. I know what it's like. Okay. And I know Farida, and if I'm really honest with you, okay, I think she's had some of these experiences along the way as well herself. So so we can identify and empathize with it, can't yeah, we? of course. So d- d- send me a private message, John, with your um, uh, Instagram handle, and the, oh, sorry, your Skype address, and I will get on Skype and I'll talk to you and see if I can give you a bit more meat to the bones. But keep pushing, mate. I keep pushing and don't give up. Okay, um, every successful man as a super PA could be woman. I think it goes back to creating an environment that you will help you succeed. Excellent stuff. Um, some people lack motivation or accountability partner. Accountability partner is a really good point. Okay, next one, Megan. Are you ready for this one? Oh my God. We read this one earlier, didn't we? So this is from Megan, okay? Sheriff, how you doing, mate? Remember, you ultimately dream and uh, goal. The only driver will keep you going, okay. So Megan Wright says, Hi Spencer, you all seem to have so much energy. Where does it come from? You all seem to have, do you have have bad days? Okay, and on those bad days, you still force yourself to work out, etc. Oh, by golly, by gosh, do I have bad days. Do you? Terrible days. Do you? Terrible days, of course. And what do you do when it's terrible? Do you, you, (gasps) come on, be honest. I'll tell you. Do you sometimes, do you sometimes jump on the sofa and eat a box of chocolates? Yeah, of course. Okay, do you sometimes say I'm not exercising today, sod it? Yeah, of course. I listen to my body. What's a body? I listen to my body, you know? <laughs> a body? <laughs> Basically, um, <laughs> you're going to make fun of me. Okay. Body? So, um, can I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, go for it. Of course, I have bad days. And of course, I have (coughs) most of the time amazing days. But it's all about, as what I told Spencer earlier, is that I look at the bad day as, okay, what is the worst that will happen? So I calculate all, like I have the scenarios in my head, the worst thing that could happen to me that literally terrify me and like gives me that emotional shock that I, I can actually cry because I'm so into it. And then I quickly snap out of it. And I'm like, you know what? It wasn't that bad. Like, it's not a terrible day. It's just I need to find ways to make things better. So it's either I'll go and just run around my community, literally, just to go for a jog. Or some days I listen to my body (laughs) and I just chill on the sofa and I Netflix or I read something or I just go to my room and lie down and do nothing. But... I mean, I always even put on my Instagram, the times where I'm happy, I'm happy. But if I'm not happy, it doesn't mean I don't have to put it out there because I cannot be always happy. So there is always this emotional balance that, yeah, if you put something when you're not happy, it's like, oh my God, you're being a drama queen, you're being negative and etc. This is the first feedback that I get. But then we all tend to forget that we're human beings and... We have good days and we have bad days. But for some reason, everybody in social media always want to put out the good days, but never want to put out the bad days. So there's nothing wrong with that. And the energy that comes is because I know that I can feel better. So I do things that will make me feel better because I don't like to stay on like that low type of mood. And I snap out of it pretty quick due to my character. And because I refuse to look at things negatively or I don't want to be I just think of it like what if I'm so old you know and I really want to get out of my chair and then I'm like oh my god I'm like 85 and I cannot do this so I'm like forget it just go and do it now this is what motivates me and Mm. makes me be so energized because I'm Mm. always in that state of mind yeah I get it I get it I think that the time that I have to go and work out or do some exercise is when I feel that lowest place. 
yes. When I'm at that, I really can't be bothered. I, I just know that if I go and do it, I'm, that's, that's going to evaporate and I'm going to start to be buzzed up again. Yes. So I get my energy from the fact that I'm really positive. I get my energy from the fact I feel I've got a responsibility now to my audience to be energized. And so I have that, but there are days that I'm just don't want to do anything. But invariably what I do, even if it's I get up and I go for a walk on the beach, I've just got to get myself moving because it can lift my mood. I, long are the days, I mean, I suppose I'm nearly 50, so gone are the days that I want to stay in bed all day, um, like I did when I was younger. Okay, last question, okay? This person has been anonymous. They won't tell us who they are. I run a financial consultancy and my business partner has been sabotaging our business without even realizing it. He seems to have lost his drive, shows up late to meetings, misses deadlines, and doesn't seem excited about the goals that we had initially shared. What can I do to stop him from sabotaging himself and our business, or should I just cut my losses? Uh, my question to this person actually would be, what did you do to get this partner on board in the first place? What kind, what, what place were you at the time? Maybe you as a person are not doing what you were doing before, to keep that person motivated. Maybe it's not well, just it's about... A, it's a business partner. Yeah, I understand it's a business partner, but before getting into business, they had a vision that they shared. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So for some reason now, it looks like they're not sharing the same vision. Yeah. So maybe it's not just the partner that is sabotaging. It's not just... I never believe that it's... Most of the time, it's never black, uh, black and white. We always have to also look at ourselves of maybe we are doing something as a partner on the side that we stopped doing or maybe we started we stopped caring the same way we would care before because now business is off the ground and everything is happening yes there are some obstacles here and there but my it's not really a question it's just like an eye opener to to the anonymous person sorry so look at you would always see what the person is doing and if he's sabotaging if something like really drastically and it's changing your whole life and you have to pull it all out together by yourself, then you maybe shouldn't have this partner and you should, you know, tackle things out and just go separate ways. But before doing that, also somehow sit down with yourself one-on-one -on -one and, you know, think of the things that what made you join, get into this partnership in the first place. Did you really do everything in your power and possible for things not to go sideways. And really, maybe, maybe there is even that 10% or 20% of fault that you have and there's nothing wrong on actually accepting it, which will help you to deal with your partner to see where to go with it. Mm, I think that's really, really good advice. Genuinely, I think that's really good advice. I think my, I would, I would start off with a process. My first process would be to sit down with that person and ask them what the problem is. Okay, I'd show that person the damage that they're causing by the behavior they have. And so that would be something that I would make them aware of. And I'd just ask them honestly, because I think a business partner is like a husband or a wife. Definitely. Okay, you, you have an intrinsic relationship with each other. And that intrinsic relationship, <coughs> Loai says, do a coup d'etat. <laughs> um, then intrinsic relationship is really, really, really um, about emotions as much as is it about business. You know, what is your business partner going through at the moment that you maybe don't know about? Exactly, you know, what, 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 to forget. What could they be experiencing? And are we, there to, are we there for them in the way that we would like them to be there for us? I don't know. Um, for me, okay, for me, I think it's really important to care greatly about that person, find out what the problem is, try and work towards a solution, give it your very best shot, just like you would in a marriage, um, maybe get some counselling, you know, but again, yes. you know, maybe get some counselling, go and see a counsellor together or a business coach together and talk it through. And then if you've tried everything and exhausted everything, then and only then do you maybe cut your losses. But until that happens, yes. okay, you have to keep giving it your best shot. Guys, I hope you have enjoyed the show this evening. I've got a couple of thank yous I need to say before the finish. Um, number one, thank you to Frida for coming on the show. Has she been good fun? Have we enjoyed Frida on the show? Type in yes in the comment section thank if you, you so enjoyed her. Okay, I've really enjoyed you on the show. Genuinely, <laughs> really enjoyed you. You know what? Your voice is loud and it projects, okay? Because that is what I'm like, okay? So you held your own against me. You weren't the shrinking violet. Okay, and you've got some really good, valuable stuff, so I really appreciate it. So thank, thank you, you so very much for coming on the show. A couple of other thank yous. Um, 
um, to Maria Conciasau, who's got all of my wonderful Bangladeshi kids with her. Um, Maria, thank you so much for the gift that you gave me yesterday and that award. It means the world to me. So big thank you to you. Um, uh, another thank you to um, Ty Reed, who is Tyrone Reed, who is the CEO of Alibi Enterprises, for all of the kindness and the kind gestures that he gave um, uh, towards the children. He was just fantastic, and I, I'm, I'm deeply touched and moved by all that he did. And lastly, um, there's a guy called Loai who's become a friend of mine, and uh, he owns a real estate brokerage called Provident. Maybe you know Loai? Yes. Um, I have been so impressed with him, you wouldn't believe. Not only has he helped out with the girls that we're trying to support, he put his hand in his pocket, didn't even question it, and was like there with his time, his energy, and his money, which I love. Okay, as soon as he stopped doing that, he got on a plane and went to Zanzibar and is building a school for the kids down there as well. I have got so much respect for Loai and what he did, and I understand why his staff like working for him, because they really, really care about him, because they feel he really cares about them, and I think that's really special. So Loai, I just wanna say another thank you to you, because you're an incredible guy, mate, you really are. Um, and so guys, um, sorry um, that we didn't get a chance to um, get on Facebook early, we had some problems, okay, it's, um, uh, Lizzie's fault. It's Alicia's fault. Blaming you. I'm holding you. Oh no, it's my equipment. It's my company. So it's my fault, all of me. But for, for now, we'll catch you next week. Stay tuned. Follow Farida, please. Make sure you go follow her. Okay. And if you follow Farida, come follow me. We'll share yes. content. Do you want to do, do this again? Yes. Okay. We'll get her on the show again next time. See you soon, folks. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. So Bye much. now. Bye-bye. <laughs>